0: You're listening to a news story on the audio version of The TIE. Thanks for listening. The TIE is a nonprofit newsroom that is funded by our audience. So, if you appreciate this article and you'd like to help us do more, head on over to support.thetie.ca and become a TIE builder. You choose the amount to give, and you can cancel any time. The Canadian Union that Joined Forces with Uber By Zach Vessera, January 10, 2023 The union representing some Canadian Uber drivers lobbied the B.C. government to keep classifying them as contractors, reversing its earlier approach to winning stronger protections for those workers. Emails and meeting minutes obtained by the Thai show, the United Food and Commercial Workers Union and Uber have spent close to a year jointly trying to persuade the province to adopt new regulations that would see them designated as a new class of worker. The TIE obtained the documents after the Globe and Mail's Bunmala Suburmanium reported on a similar relationship between Uber and UFCW in Ontario, which passed legislation last year guaranteeing such gig workers a minimum salary, pay transparency, and guaranteed notice of termination if the company removes them from the app, all measures sought by UFCW and Uber. BC is now mulling its own legislation to regulate platforms like Uber and Lyft, whose drivers are considered independent contractors without access to paid sick days, benefits, or other employee coverage. Uber and UFCW have described their joint proposal as a way to strengthen worker protections in a sector that both established and grassroots labor groups have aimed for years to unionize. In a response to the tie, Uber said their suite of regulations would strike a balance between the flexibility of such work and improving pay. Benefits and other safeguards for drivers. Workers' advocates, though, say drivers would receive better pay and benefits under existing employment laws. They note that UFCW's lobbying clashes with the position taken by a provincial branch of the same union in BC, which went to the province's Labor Relations Board to try and get Uber drivers recognized as employees. It also contradicts the position taken by the BC Federation of Labor of which the UFCW is a member. The BC Federation of Labour has argued workers should be considered employees under provincial law unless proven otherwise. Employee status could require the company to pay more, provide more benefits and bargain collectively if workers decided to unionise. This UFCW's new proposal is not a good idea, BC Employment Standards Coalition co-chair David Ferry said. It creates another category of worker which is not going to be entitled to all the rights and benefits of the Employment Standards Act. Strange Bedfellows In 2022, Uber and UFCW announced a partnership that would give the union the right to represent Uber's drivers, though those workers are not union members and do not pay dues. Weeks later, the two organizations wrote to BC Labor Minister Harry Baines, Asking to set up an in person meeting in Victoria to discuss a shared package of regulations for drivers. That included a provision that drivers would receive base pay at least 20% higher than the minimum wage during engaged time when they are actively driving to or from an assignment, as well as protections from sudden termination and occupational accident coverage during engaged time. The letter was signed by UFCW's national president, Paul Mainema and Uber Canada's head of communications, Laura Miller, who managed the BC Liberals' unsuccessful campaign against the NDP in 2017. Uber and UFCW reached out to Bain's office again in April and requested another in-person meeting the next month. And in late October, the two parties elected to jointly present their policy to government stakeholders during a wide-reaching consultation of app-based gig workers the province began that fall. The Labour Ministry declined to share notes from those meetings. BC Strategy The lobbying comes as BC reckons with how to regulate app-based work. MLA Adam Walker was tasked in 2021 with creating a precarious work strategy, including how the province's laws should apply to workers who report to algorithms and not bosses. Walker embarked on a province-wide tour to consult gig workers late last year, before his position was changed, and the work was reassigned to Janet Routledge, a Burnaby MLA and longtime union leader. Traditional unions and grassroots advocacy groups alike have tried to organize workers in the space, arguing companies like Uber Shirt costs by treating drivers as individual contractors but the contractor designation means the workers are barred from unionizing by the BC Labor Relations Code. At one point, those groups included the UFCW. UFCW 1518, a BC local representing more than 26,000 workers, previously tried to organize Lyft and Uber drivers. In 2019, it unsuccessfully applied to the BC Labor Relations Board arguing those workers already met the definition of an employee. At the time, UFCW's regional director Pablo Godoy was quoted in a union press release as saying such drivers deserve the same rights and protections as all other workers in Canada. But in a November interview with the TAI, Godoy dodged questions on whether that was still his position and argued no current classification accommodates the needs of Uber drivers. We're not saying one way or another, Godoy said. We're saying we want much more than what any classification provides today. Even the BC government appeared to be initially confused about the union's changing approach. In January 2022, a briefing note prepared for Baines noted it was unclear how UFCW 1518's original request would fit alongside the national union's position. Jennifer Scott, the president of Gig Workers United in Toronto and a longtime courier, says one of the methods companies have used is allying themselves with large trade unions to make their proposals more palatable to governments. Scott's organisation is affiliated with the Canadian Union of Postal Workers, who submitted an unfair labour practices application in Ontario last year arguing the UFCW's deal with Uber had undercut CUP's own efforts to organise drivers. What Uber is doing now is just like another one of the tools from their international playbook. they have done this before, Scott said. Ferry, the BC Employment Standards Coalition co-chair, Said he believes UFCW's original argument that Uber drivers should already be considered employees has merit. He said he did not know why the union had changed tack, but suggested it could be a sweetheart arrangement, wherein a union works with an employer in the hopes of getting voluntary recognition to represent its workers and thus grow its membership. It could be they are trying to secure jurisdiction and membership in that industry when we know there are a number of unions organizing, Ferry said. The BC Federation of Labour has urged the BC government to take a stronger hand on the gig economy and introduce a test that would likely determine most drivers for companies like Uber are employees. Federation President Sasan Skidmore was not available for an interview. In a written statement, Skidmore did not directly address the differing positions between the Federation and UFCW. With gig platform companies doing their best to define away workplace rules and protections, and governments failing to act, unions are doing what they can to support workers, Skidmore wrote. But only government can provide the definitive answers workers need, like whether gig workers like ride-hailing and food delivery workers should get full legal rights and coverage as employees. Thanks for stopping by the TIE today. Anytime you're in the mood to listen to important stories written well, We'll be here. And if you'd like to keep independent media going strong, head over to the tie.ca and click on the Support Us button to pitch in. Finally, big, big thank you to all of our Taie builders who made this story possible.